Good afternoon, Lafayette. Sorry about that. Good afternoon. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542. If you want to be part of the conversation, it is a busy, busy day, and we have a lot to go over. Now, the big thing right now, there's not really much new to report on, but it is a big news day because Donald Trump was formally arrested He was read the charges against him. He has pleaded not guilty to 37 charges levied against him in an indictment from special counsel Jack Smith regarding the document scandal at Mar-a-Lago. This is a big deal. It is only the second time a former U.S. president has been indicted. The only problem is the first time was also Donald Trump. And these things are going to keep going. Now, what's happening right now, if you've missed it, if you haven't really paid attention to the news cycle, is that Donald Trump is in trouble for having classified documents pertaining to national security. And Trump lied to a grand jury that was convened to get those documents back. He's being charged one count for the documents he had, as well as lying to the grand jury and for trying to hide those documents. One of the things that's come out, and it's frankly a hilarious picture, is the fact that he asked his driver to move documents For him, so that his lawyers couldn't find them, so the lawyers couldn't turn it over to the feds. He also told his lawyer, well, just hide them from the FBI. And the lawyer recorded conversations with Trump on his phone using the memo app on his phone so that he could go and transcribe those meeting notes later. And Jack Smith was able to convince a judge that attorney client privilege did not exist in that. Because it was being used, that that attorney-client privilege, those discussions were being used to further a crime. And that's what the indictment is alleging. So all of that is noted in the indictment. And the charges don't look good. The information that's out there doesn't look good. But it's also important to remember, and we all have to remind ourselves of this, whether we're on the left and the right, it's about somebody that we don't care about. You are innocent until proven guilty. And Donald Trump is innocent until proven guilty. The indictment is not proof of guilt. The indictment is the allegation. And now prosecutors have to convince the Southern District of Florida, which is notorious for not convicting people of corruption, that Donald Trump is corrupt and broke all these laws. They have to convince the Southern District of Florida that Donald Trump did violate the Espionage Act. Now, he's not a spy. He's not actively spying. But there is a section of the Espionage Act that alleges if you retain classified national security information and you hide it from the government, that's a violation of the Espionage Act. Even if you aren't actively spying, it's a violation of the Espionage Act. Kind of broad. Not that I want anybody to actively hold on to national security classified information, but it's pretty broad to label that as espionage. But that's where we are. 
That is the lay of the land as far as Donald Trump goes. Now, he has a rally tonight, but I think the biggest victim in all this is the economy in Miami. Uh, If you look at the traffic, if you look at the scenes of traffic where they shut down I-95 for Trump to be able to get to uh, the courthouse, they shut down the highways there, pour one out for the Miami economy, it looks like there's about $2 billion in lost economic productivity stuck on the highways while Trump goes from Mar-a-Lago to courthouse and back. I would hate to be stuck in that traffic. It looks worse than when I-10 is clogged. It look, it look, I would rather be on the, stuck on the Basin Bridge than what you see in Miami right now. It looks genuinely awful. But that's the lay of the land as far as the Trump stuff goes. 232-1542, if you want to be part of the conversation, let's jump to the phone lines already. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line? Chris. Hey, Chris, what's up? No, I was just listening to your intro just now, and then you say certain words that, that just enlisted that he's guilty, like the, the scandal and all that. There's, that's not a scandal. It's the, the uh, Presidential Records Act. I mean, he has all the power in the world to do what he wants. He's the guy in charge of that, and he was when he took it to Mar-a-Lago. Why do you say a scandal? It's not a scandal. So, actually, there is a legal uh, explanation for why this is a problem. In two cases while he was president, the Supreme Court under John Kennedy said, yes, absolutely, you are the president, you have the power to do these sorts of things, but there is a process that you have to go through. And what Donald Trump did, according to the allegations, is he did not go through those processes, and that's why it wasn't declassified properly. And, and what, what's, what specific process are you talking about? Because he has four years to negotiate with the Records Act people to, to get whatever they need and whatever he can keep. So what specifically is the, the, did he do wrong? You have to go. There is a legal process. I don't, I don't know the specific. There's a legal process that you have to go okay, through at certain of people, levels of the bureaucracy. People, hang, hang on. You asked me a question. Hang on, Chris. Let me answer. He has to go through a legal process. He cannot just arbitrarily take the documents away and say these are declassified now. And that is what the government is alleging. But keep in mind that this indictment isn't even about so much the classified materials as the allegations that he actively hid them from investigators. That's what they're indicting here. Well, that's his property until they make the decision with the uh, records people. That's his property. He can do what he wants with it. Look at, look at Joe Biden. It wasn't even, wasn't even his. He's a vice president. Nobody's doing bull crap about him, but he, but y'all go, everybody's going after President Trump. But the reason I called is because the way you made it sound, you made it sound like he's guilty. And and that I have a, a, a problem with, okay? If you're going to be fair, be fair. Don't use words like scandal and, and some other words I can't remember right now. But when you said it, it hit me. It, it, be, be square and fair with this guy, okay? Nobody is. But they, they, they sure have been over backwards to help out the liberals. So I, I, my next question, are you liberal or conservative? Uh, I am conservative, and you must have also missed the part of the conversation where I said, now, the thing is, Donald Trump is innocent until proven guilty. I I never, and and no, but hang on, again, you're calling to my show, you're going to say something, you're going to let me respond. At no point did I declare that Donald Trump was guilty. What I said at the beginning of this show 
was this is what the indictment lays out. I was saying specifically what's in the indictment, what he's charged for, what he's charged with. And he had to go to a federal courthouse today and plead not guilty. I never once said Donald Trump was guilty. Thank you very much for the call, Chris. 232-1542. Let's uh, do the phone lines again real quick before we take our first break. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line? Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean, what's up? Hey, uh, you know, you lose revenue and everything. Isn't it worth it? This is what you wanted. You wanted Trump to get what he's getting right now. Isn't it worth the loss of revenue to get what you want? What are you talking about? You are a blue, blue person, and you write for Red State? You are a clown, dude. Okay? That last caller nailed you. You are not a Republican. You're not a Ex- conservative. You're right. I'm not a listening. You're not you're you're not wrong. I'm not a Republican. I haven't been a Republican in quite some time. I am conservative. And you're accusing me of not being conservative because I don't like Trump. And yet I just said the man is innocent until proven guilty. I have not declared Donald Trump guilty of anything. And for you to call in and look, I've I've been expecting these calls for a long time because I knew you guys would not like the coverage of what's going on right now. This is a news talk station. I'm giving you the news of the day. What's in the indictment, what he's being charged with. And for you to call in and say that because I'm not out there saying he's not guilty and saying this whole pride and everything like that, I'm not defending him at every turn. I'm just giving you the news and that makes me liberal. I'm not the one with, Messed up ideology here, Sean. Because I haven't joined a cult of personality, because I'm just telling you the facts of the situation as they are presented right now in the legal course that things are going through, that makes me a blue person? No, absolutely not. I've been a conservative for a lot longer than Trump was involved in any way in any of this. Thank you very much for the call. Let's take one more call before we go, because apparently I haven't had enough fun with this. Hi, welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show. Who's on the line? Hello. Hello, who's this? Barry. Hey, Barry, what's up? I just want to say that I don't. I disagree with the two guys that were just called in. I solely listen to you because you give us the news as it is. It's, a, it's, it's refreshing. I enjoy your hour show because you put on a great show, and it's not a show. It's a news broadcast. You give your opinion, but you say when it's your opinion. So keep up the good work, and I truly enjoy your show. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. 232-1542 if you want to call and let your comments be known. Whether you like what I say or not, I'll let you on. I'll let you say your piece. But I'm also going to have my turn as well. If you want, 232-1542 or send a message through the KPL app chat. Love to talk to you guys there as well. I'll be back in just a moment here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. Got some callers on the line. Going to come to James first here in just a sec. Want to give a shout out, though, to those who are listening and sending a message through the app, including K-Dog, who agrees with the first two callers of the last segment, agrees with them over me. That's fine. Chris uh, in Opelousas listening and T-Don and Brobridge as well. Thank y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all's support. And look, 
it's a show. I like talking to y'all, whether it's through the app, whether it's on the phone, whatever you got to say. As long as you're not swearing on the radio, it's fine. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. We've got James on the line. James, how are you? Yes. Hello. Hi. Am I coming in loud and clear? Yes, you are. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with the uh, the first two callers. Um, and the reason why is because um, when you say that you're a conservative, uh, my idea of a conservative is that holds conservative values. But you've already admitted that you're in favor of the legalized murder of innocent babies. When did that? No, so I've, you call no yourself a when did I ever say that? I have been staunchly yeah, pro-life yeah, yeah. on this show every time I've talked about abortion. I've well, never well, once back. been an advocate of a. Remember. No, I, I, I yeah, have, I've back. said I've what I've said is that there is polling that suggests that conservatives who push for not everything all at once, but who push for say the first trimester or ban after that, polling shows that that is more favorable to Americans. But I've always been staunchly pro-life on the show. So James, for you to say that is a complete misrepresentation of any position I've ever held. That, y'all, if you think I'm not conservative, that's fine. But don't make up lies. At no point, at no point did I ever say that abortion at some level was okay. So that's just weird. 232-1542, if you want to be part of the conversation, Boomer on the app. Boomer from Scott. What about Congressman Higgins calling for war? I meant to get to that yesterday because that is just a bizarre, bizarre situation where Higgins put out this tweet. It looked like some sort of fake military code uh, about basically just be prepared. He was saying that to his followers and a lot of conservatives. I'm, I'm sorry, not a lot of progressives were accusing Higgins of basically calling for war, instigating an insurrection to try to protect Trump from all this legal stuff. Based on my interpretation of the tweet, he was telling his followers to stand by. He then released a statement later in the day, because I think he realized the level of confusion he caused with his tweet. He put out a a statement either later that day or the following day where he said, y'all, Do not go out and start any sort of trouble with this because that's exactly what the feds want. The feds want to arrest you like they arrested the January 6th folks. And so Higgins is saying he's not calling for insurrection or anything like that. Uh, So Higgins tweet after the uh, the indictment, everything, just a bizarre thing. He got a. There was a, a hit piece in the Atlantic magazine about it. Uh, there's, has, there's now people on social media calling for him to be forced out of office because he's inciting an insurrection. And with the feds, look, y'all, I, I don't think Higgins was inciting an insurrection. I think he was just putting out a stupid military sounding tweet because he knows that's what his audience likes. And it kind of backfired because people didn't know what the hell he was saying. All right. 232-1542. When we come back. It's not all about Trump, because did you hear the stuff coming out about the Biden family? What Chuck Grassley has on the floor, what's been exclusively reported at Red State? I want to get to that because it's some pretty incredible stuff and it's completely throwing off the narrative the Bidens want to build. That and more here on The Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. All right. 
Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5, KPL 232-1542. If you want to call in and yell at me like those other callers did, that's fine. But uh, I do want to move on uh, from the Trump indictment stuff because there is other news out there pertaining to the current president, Joe Biden. So yesterday, Chuck Grassley revealed some pretty astonishing information about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and the uh, alleged bribery scheme, including apparently the existence of audio recordings of phone calls between the foreign national and Hunter Biden, where Hunter referred to the big guy and I think even identified him as Joe Biden. Listen to this. The 1020. Three produced to the House committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. Seventeen such recordings. According to the 1023 The foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. So again, on Monday, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley revealed that the foreign national mentioned in an FD-1023 form by a confidential human source not only claimed to have bribed Hunter and Joe Biden, but possessed a total of 17 audio recordings of his conversations with them about the arrangement. He created the recordings as a sort of insurance policy. It is not known, however, if the FBI also had copies of the audio recordings or not. Now, what you need to know is that while this is going on over at Red State, the site I write for, the conservative site I write for, my boss, Jen Van Lahr, has been doing some digging. Do you remember the story of the Chinese counterintelligence official who defected to the U.S.? This was, uh, a, I think this was about two years ago now. Chinese counterintelligence official Dong Jingwei came to the U.S., defected to the United States with terabytes of data related to details of meetings of U.S. government officials that they had, perhaps unwittingly, with Chinese spies and members of Russia's SVR. Now, Russia's SVR is a lot like their CIA. That is their international intelligence unit. That is their foreign intelligence unit. Now, according to a source that spoke with Red State, off the record, apparently... Burisma Holdings founder Mikola Zlachevsky, the one who allegedly paid a total of $10 million in bribes to Joe and Hunter Biden in 2015 and 2016, 
in exchange for then-Vice President Joe Biden's assistance in getting a Ukrainian prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, fired. Well, Zlachevsky is believed to be an asset of Russia's Foreign Intelligence Service, the SVR, by the United States intelligence community, according to a national security source speaking to Red State on the condition of anonymity. The source said the U.S. intelligence community has a high degree of confidence in their assessment of Zlachevsky as SVR. This is not a new assessment. The intelligence community under Obama knew this, and Obama was briefed on it. Joe Biden and Victoria Nuland were briefed as well. Last week, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Anna Paulina Luna, and Nancy I'm sorry, Nancy Grace all said that the foreign intelligence official or the foreign national uh, the foreign national identified in the FD 1023 form is Lachevsky, the same one that Chuck Grassley was mentioning in his comments that I played earlier. In addition to Burisma, Zlachevsky was Ukraine's Ecology and National Resources Minister from July 2010 through April 2012 and Deputy Secretary of the National Security Defense Council from April 2012 through February 2014. He appointed Hunter Biden to the Burisma board in April 2014, and later that month, his assets in the UK were seized by the Serious Fraud Office as part of a corruption investigation into Ukraine's former president, Viktor Yanukovych. Also on Monday, yesterday, House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer issued a subpoena to Devin Archer, who was named to the Burisma board and was Hunter Biden's business partner. In other words, while all of this stuff is going on in Miami, at the same time, we're starting to get more and more information coming out about the Biden family business. So on the one hand, you have the stuff that Trump has been indicted for, that he will be going to trial for. On the other hand, you have all the Burisma stuff coming out, and that's just the tip of the iceberg from what we've been able to tell, and we're still working on uh, sorting through that information, figuring out the fact from fiction, so that Jen and others at Red State can report on it. The bottom line here goes back to what I was telling y'all last week. Something I was saying that apparently three callers earlier in the show missed. If the Democrats want to go this route, fine. But Hunter Biden better have a home in a country with no extradition treaty. Joe Biden better have the best legal team he can get on retainer. Even Hillary Clinton, who Donald Trump opted not to prosecute when he became president, even Hillary Clinton better hold on to her stuff because there are a lot of Republicans that walked away in January of 2021 convinced they should have gone after Hillary. Because now the precedent has been set. And if you're liberal, you may not like what I'm about to say. If you're progressive, you may not like what I'm about to say. But the precedent has been set. Democrats have opened the door. You don't have to wait for someone to no longer be a direct political opponent to go after them, to investigate them, to issue an indictment against them. Joe Biden's Department of Justice 
just said you don't have to do that. And they did so by indicting Donald Trump. And with the information that is coming out, it looks like at the very least, Joe Biden benefited from Hunter Biden's corruption. If the implications of the recordings and the emails and the stuff from Hunter's laptop are true, though, Biden was more directly involved than you might think. And that's a big problem for the big guy. Because if he doesn't make it through the election, if he doesn't get reelected, and he goes out of office and a Republican takes over, no matter who that Republican is, especially if it's Trump or DeSantis, Biden better get the hell out of Dodge. Because hell will have no fury like a Donald Trump out for revenge, and he's going to go out for revenge. He has no reason not to now. If Donald Trump wins election in 2024, he's a lame duck president. He doesn't have to worry about getting reelected again. Every impulse he has, he does not have to hold back, and one of those will absolutely be to use the Justice Department in the way it was used against him. And you may not like it, Republican or or Democrat, you may not like that implication. You may not like that Donald Trump could do that, but Democrats have paved the way for that to be the case. But even aside from all that, the information that is coming out is extremely damning. It's not something you can just shrug off. Philip Bump at the Washington Post who does everything he can in his writing to always say that the Republicans are wrong and the Democrats are right. Philip Bump says, nah, this is pretty shallow stuff. If the information in that report from Red State is true, if the information Chuck Grassley is sharing is true, if the information that Marjorie Taylor Greene and Anna Polina Luna and Nancy Grace were all sharing, if all of that is true, this isn't some shallow thing with no real depth to it. This isn't some nothing burger. This is this is pretty big. But you have to understand, both sides have to understand, if there is a power you don't want your opponent to have, don't claim it for yourself. And by Democrats claiming they have the power to go ahead and sick the DOJ against a political opponent, that opens up what Republicans can, and I guarantee you will do, in the future, particularly, again, if it's Donald Trump and, to a lesser extent, Ron DeSantis. That's just how it's going to work. This information isn't good. Hunter Biden needs some really good lawyers. Joe Biden needs some really good lawyers. The moment that Joe Biden's out of the White House, they're gunning for him. 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation or send a message through the KPL app chat. I'm going to take a break. I'll be back in just a moment here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation or send a message through the KPL app chat. Uh, shout out to all the folks who have sent a message, uh, Chris, T-Don, Billy, Joey, Boomer, K-Dog, all of y'all on the app, the folks who called, uh, earlier in the show, uh, Chris, Sean, and James, 
Uh, appreciate y'all calling in, even if we don't agree. Uh, appreciate y'all taking part in the show. All right, before we go, the other news of the day, the, one of the big stories you need to, to know is that inflation has been cut in half from where, or more than half, from where it was uh, a, a year ago. Uh, the June inflation numbers of last year, inflation was at like 9.1% year over year. This year it's at only, and I say that somewhat sarcastically, 4% year over year. So prices are only up 4% from where they were last May. Here's the problem. That's lower than expected, but if you take out the volatile food and energy prices, inflation is still up 5.3%. And the reason for that is energy prices. Energy prices went down something like 5 or no, something like 3.6%. And that was a huge part of the overall drop in inflation year over year. But it's not a rosy picture. Because what you have to keep in mind is despite that 3.6% drop in energy prices, food prices still rose 0.2%. We also saw a 0.6% increase in shelter prices. Housing-related costs make up about one-third of the uh, consumer price index's weighting. Used vehicle prices are up 4.4%, the same as they were in April. Transportation services up 0.8%. It's not a rosy picture. Now, the Federal Reserve Board started meeting today. They will continue meeting for the next couple days. At the end of it, you will probably hear them say, we're not raising the interest rate. We're going to take a pause. The interest rate has, I'm, I'm sorry, the uh, inflation has been dropping. It's not as high as it was. It's, it's still up. Prices are still up 4% from where they were last year. This isn't like imp- inflation suddenly gone. Inflation's still there, but it's at 4% rather than 9.1% at percent it was 11 months ago. Here's the thing. The Fed still wants to get it down to below 2%, which means more interest rate hikes are probably coming. They're going to take a break this month, see how that break affects inflation, whether or not it's going to stay, whether or not it's going to continue to go down. If it doesn't continue to go down or does not go down in a big enough way, they'll go back to rate hikes. What they're trying to do is what's called a soft landing. They are trying to get us to below 2% inflation without, without a recession. The White House is very confident that we're going to get through this without another economic crisis. Most financial experts, most folks on Wall Street, most, most big businesses are all saying, yeah, there's a recession coming. All the signs are there. It feels pretty likely that a recession is coming. You know how you know this? There's something called the stripper index. I'm not making this up. You can actually tell if there's a recession coming from strippers. Because when, in, when a recession is coming, fewer people have the excess money to go spend at a strip club. It's true. You can go and look this up. There is actually a kind of unofficial measurement. You will see strippers go online, go on social media and say, yeah, we know a recession's coming. The businessmen have stopped bringing prospective clients in. It's a fairly big sign. I don't know if a recession's really coming, but that's just another sign added to the list. 
All right, you guys have a great day. I'm going to be back, whether you like it or not, in 23 hours. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, or email Joe at RedState.com. You can also check out the podcast version of the show, which is available at JoeCunninghamShow.substack.com, along with my daily writings. Have some more coming that way soon. You guys have a great one. Shannon is offsides next here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.